Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our conversations around good. We love bringing people together to talk about good things that are happening in communities. And it is Juneteenth, so we want to celebrate that. We want to celebrate our differences and our thing, ways that we're similar, and we just want to honor that today. So thank you for joining us. It, when you're listening to this, it probably isn't Juneteenth, but you can still celebrate that because that is a great thing to connect with people around you, especially people who don't look like you. Go hang out with people who don't look like you. That's totally okay. So I want to introduce you to our guest today. We have Abby Rop and Abby Rop plus one, one and a half. <laughs> kind of one and a half, um, sweet little Virginia Joy, also known as Gingy. And we have uh, Miss Lula Mandersheed. Did I say it right? Mandersheed. Did I say it wrong? Forgive me. I'm so bad. I'm so it's bad. okay. Uh, so, real quick, ladies, uh, go ahead, Abby. Let's start with you. Give us the 60 second snapshot of you. Sure. I uh, originally from Kansas City. I married an Okie, and that's what brought me down here. Adam is originally from Bartlesville, and uh, we he drove me here in the middle of the night while we were dating and said, you have to see Guthrie. It's gorgeous. And in the middle of the night, we came all the way from Tulsa and looked around, and I, was, I fell in love with it. We both love the architecture. We love the history. And uh, so in October of 2016, we moved out here. And then in uh, May of 2018, we bought the train depot and have been remodeling it ever since and intend to put our photography studio in it. And then uh, we do events and we've got, it pays host to uh, Gage's Steakhouse. Awesome. Thank you. If you've never been to Guthrie, um, you need to come by and go check out the depot and see what they've done in there because it's absolutely beautiful. And you have Abby plus two now because I see Shoeshine. Hey, Shoeshine. Yeah, there's Shushai. Shushai. <laughs> if you live in Guthrie, you've seen Shushan. <laughs> Shushan's yeah. famous. That's awesome. Okay, well, tell us about you. Miss Lula, tell yes. us about you. Well, I've lived in Guthrie all my life. I've um, got, I'm married, two boys, three grandkids, and just love life. And you just love life. But tell us who yeah. you work for or work with, I should say. I work I work with uh, Golden Chick. I manage it. We've been here for six years. And it's awesome. You just had a six-year anniversary last week, right? June 13th, yes. 13th. That's a big deal. Yeah. And you guys just yep. redid the lobby. It looks beautiful. It's got the brass looking yeah the copper ceilings the copper, copper ceilings yeah, yeah we did that um we have a history mural with guthrie's um predominantly on that for our location um we still got a little bit more to do we've got just a little more fixtures that we just got to finish out in the lobby and then we'll do a re-grand opening awesome isn't that how it is when you remodel? You have a little bit more to do, and then <laughs> a little bit more. Yes, <laughs> it just never seems to stop, right? It just oh, no. the choir. I know, um, for sure. So, Lula, talk to us about what community means to you. When you think of the word community, what does that look like? Family, because it's the old adage: it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a community to be one embodiment to to accomplish anything you can't do it by yourself it's a team effort a community you can't work against each other in order to make something happen 
you've all got to have your hands in the melting pot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to all work together to accomplish something bigger, right? That is correct. And it's not just individuals. It's the businesses. It's the community. It's everyone. It's everyone. That's right. That's right. It's I everyone. Like, I like to brag on Guthrie's uh, Ministerial Alliance. Uh, if you're listening outside of our town, um, you may not know what that is. You may not. You may. Um, we have, I don't know, how many churches do we have in Guthrie? 112, probably. I don't know. There's a lot of them. <laughs> but we have a group of ministers that get together to see how they can work together to bring more goodness to our community. I happened to walk by their meeting last week, I think it was, and there was 30 plus people in the room. And I just think that's really cool. It doesn't matter if you look the same. It doesn't matter if you believe the same. We're all working together. And I love that. And your picture of family is perfect for that because every family's got the nut, right? Because we're all a little bit different. And if your family doesn't have the nut, that probably means you're the nut, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So Abby, what is... I'm sorry, Galil, go ahead. I said that is right. Everyone has a nut in their family, whether you want to admit it or not. That's right. <laughs> Just embrace it, right? That's right. Embrace it. That's awesome. So what does community look like for you, Abby? Honestly, it looks like Guthrie. Um, I've never been in a situation, and I was always involved in 4-H, and I was involved in those things that put you into the community when you are a kid. Um, you know, being from Kansas City and from one of the largest counties, Johnson County, you know, we were constantly working with community service projects and stuff like that. Not until I came to Guthrie did I ever feel that this is what community is supposed to feel like. Everybody knows each other, all the business, and they make it a point to know each other. And I love that about Guthrie. I love that you're going to hear on Facebook a random story about some stranger saying, yeah, we came in from Akron, Ohio. That's in Ohio, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. But, um, and we met a stranger and they took us to lunch. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've had to figure out on Facebook who paid for my breakfast at Katie's Diner. I, it is just, it's, this feeling of Mayberry still exists here. The feeling of knowing if I got into a pickle, I could call like 30 people and, and be able to have them at my doorstep or have help. And that's what community is supposed to be. It's supposed to be, you know, just, we, we may not see eye to eye on everything and that's okay. You know, like, um, the fact that you can have a discussion with someone and say, oh, wow, I've never thought of it that way, or, or wow, that's something really cool that I didn't know about you. Um, it also helps expand your mind on, you know, how you can grow as an individual and how you can become better and see needs. And just Guthrie's aware and alive and really very present in a way that I've not seen a community be. Mm -hmm. They really do take care of each other and protect each other and watch out for each other. And the strangers that come in are not strangers for long. It's pretty well known that if you want to get anything done, you don't walk down the street and go to a coffee shop at Guthrie because you're going to run into somebody you know yeah. and yeah. you've got to be on a beeline to where you're going because mm -hmm. otherwise you'll have coffee and visit for six hours. Yeah, I would say that's true of Golden Chick too. I can't go there because <laughs> there's always people hanging out there too. That's awesome. That's right. That's awesome. 
Lula, would you say as a woman of color that you feel that the community is, is uh, accepting of differences? Yes. I mean, they, they accept you for who you are, no matter what you do, until you, until one has done something that's, you know, just unforgivable. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's in essence, no matter where you go. And, and it's how you carry yourself, no matter what color you are, it's all how you carry yourself in your presence and what you do in everyday life. Mm -hmm. That's what defines, uh, that's what defines you is how you present yourself to the public, what, what job entity you are, wherever you're going, that's how someone is going to remember you. Because mm -hmm. your first impressions is your lasting impressions. Yeah, that's for sure. It makes a difference on how we treat people, right? That is correct. It matters. It really matters. I was at Walmart this week, and I had my mask on. I was being good. And somebody asked me, um, you do red brick nights, right? And I thought, how in the world can you recognize me? with this big mask on, mm -hmm. you know, and they were asking about when we were get to do Red Brick Nights, and I just thought, people are watching you, you know? Mm -hmm. You can't hide even behind your big mask, so it matters how you treat people and what you do, so, yeah, especially in a small town, right? That's right. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear you say that, Lula. I'm glad to hear that you feel acceptance here. So I, I love to brag on Lula and Golden Chick and what they do in our community. I like to describe it as um, being in the trenches because Lula and Golden Chick, they don't just give annually or monthly or whatever. They give daily, daily to people in need. So talk to us a little bit, Lula, about what that looks like for you all. What that looks like is that it doesn't matter what we're doing, we will donate at the end of the day or the beginning of the day our um, items that are left over from our fried chicken to our roasted chicken to macaroni and cheese that we might have just maybe served one, one serving out of. We don't throw anything away. It goes to someone in need. There's always someone there that needs something. Um, if we hear of a family that need something i will generously try to get either go through someone hetty or jason and discreetly donate a meal to them mm -hmm. so that way you know because you never know what has happened what has made them that way mm -hmm. it could just be as simple they've lost someone in their family they don't know what they're going to do they lost a job whatever you can't judge anyone because you never know what day that could happen to you and I'm a firm believe believer in what you do will always come back to you tenfold in I'm not one to sit there and brag about what golden chick does because I like to be in the background and that's why I like to brag for you because somebody <laughs> needs to talk about all the cool stuff that you do so you give every day to every day Every day to the uh, lunch on Noble. Yes. Um, and isn't there another? What's the other? I can't think of the other name. It's the uh, neighborhood hope. Oh, neighborhood. So they're essentially yeah. the um, not. Some of them are the homeless. Some of them are, um, but some of them are just families in need who yes need some need some help so yeah but you also talk to us about the school year what you do for the teachers who work so hard oh my goodness i can't even imagine 
every Friday we donate seven meals to the teachers and the principals mm -hmm. um, during the school year. And then I donate for the um, back to school um, registration where everyone goes in on those great days. I donate for all of the participants, the teachers, the administrators. I do their meals for them. And when I remember, I will do something for the administration building. They don't know it's coming. It's just something we do out of the blue. And I love that. And I love when I was at the chamber to be able to deliver those lunches to the teachers because they, they're always like, yes, it's so exciting. You know, it, it just makes you feel special. So thank you for doing that because, you know, teachers are some of the hardest working people in the world. They are. And the most underthanked. Is that a word? Can we say that? Underappreciated. Like underthanked. Add yeah. <laughs> it to Webster's. It needs to be what. There you go. <laughs> <It's third thing. laughs> the awesome. teachers, the teachers, and our first responders, to me, are the ones that are left out of a lot of things. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and they need to get paid the most, and they and don't. They don't. <laughs> For sure, I know. Um, Abby, talk to us about one of the more, most important things that you've seen in the community as far as giving back and, and like maybe some people outside. Um, I want to hear about you. I want to hear about what the depot does and how you guys give back because you guys do um, some unique things, which I think is cool with your venue. But what is something else that you've seen in the community that's been inspiring to you that you've seen somebody else give? Um, you know, it comes down to it. it it's all over the place because, you know, like I think I mentioned that um, if Adam and I go out for breakfast, you know, it's, it's honestly, I've had to go on Facebook and figure out who paid for our breakfast because <laughs> we'll see so many people that we see there. And then, okay, now wait a minute. Everyone would have paid for our breakfast. Who do I need to thank? Yeah. You just thank them all. <laughs> and then, I mean, yeah, I know. It's too, I don't know who's doing this. And that's one of the things is it talks about, you know, um, you know, Adam and I are definitely believers. And it says in the Bible that you're not supposed to seek, you know, the praises of showing your donations and showing your good deeds and stuff. And I, I love that that heart is here um, down to an individual and up to a large business, you know. We, I'm on the Christmas committee that does all of the Christmas planning every year. And, and so I see, you know, companies and businesses donating financially, donating time to see those events happen, which again, the events are specifically, you know, made to help increase retail, help increase people coming and having a wonderful tradition and, you know, encouraging to shop local, encouraging to shop in Guthrie and, and have a great family time. Um, you know, specifically I've seen um, our uh, Mike Simpson at the schools give countless hours and countless time to helping the community. I've seen the Ministerial Alliance sit there and say, what can we do as a group of pastors to encourage, um, you know, community? And what can we do? Rotary, Lions, Kiwanis. That Kiwanis does an auction every year where they go and they put tons of jackets on kiddos that can't afford them. Or, you know, um, this year when COVID shut down, or everything, when COVID shut the world down, 
they, uh, and I don't remember who it was because we have so many people who give, um, who did the lunches for the kids who now they may have missed a meal for the day because they didn't get to go to school. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's the fact that we live in a community where you forget the source of the generosity Mm -hmm. and you can't pinpoint it. Because it could have been any one of the millions of groups here that contribute and individuals that contribute. That's rare. And that needs to be protected mm-hmm. and it needs to be recognized because it comes down to the heart of each individual person that is here. You know, I was speaking to Lula earlier and she mentioned, you know, when you give to the community, they give back but you don't give so you get something and I can tell 100% her heart is I just want to give and that is the heart of so many people here and it's just beautiful to me and to me it's like that is Christ-like that is Mm -hmm. a picture of what we're supposed to be doing for each other Mm -hmm. It, it speaks to what Lula said about family you know family takes care of family. And if you see your community that way, we're going to continue to live that way and to do that. I think something else that people, I think very often get hung up on giving, being just writing a check, Uh, you know, when very often it is volunteering hours or um, like Lula said to giving meals, you know, it's not necessarily a monetary check, but it's a little bit different, you know, than doing it that way. But at the depot, Abby, you all donate your space. Yes, actually, um, one of the things that Adam and I have made huge passion for is, you know, charities and foundations that are wanting to do something good for the community, and they simply don't have a space to do it in. And, you know, yeah, you can go to, to a space, but that kind of messes up the whole point of a fundraiser is, you know, we want to be able to help the charities and the foundations who are wanting to genuinely raise funds to take care of the Hemophilia Foundation or, um, you know, Focus, which is the company or the group that takes care of neutering and spaying animals locally and, and just a whole bunch of different things. Uh, we've had um, events there for somebody who's wanted to help um, – Right now, pets are coming to mind. They did a little golf tournament, little oh, yeah. golf thing, yeah. and mm-hmm. and it was to help uh, you know educate people on how to take care of their pet properly and just anything and everything. So whether it's a community organization that's wanting to raise funds um, for lunch on us or for anything that's in need, anybody that's in need, we donate the spaces to those groups so that they can use the funds a hundred percent for what their heart has it for. Mm-hmm. And so obviously we're a business. We, we do have, you know, some situations where we can give a discount, um, a majorly big discounted rate to somebody who's needing just a deal, but we want to, be able to give back to the community as much as we possibly can mm-hmm. because you know, you never know when you're going to need somebody to be kind and generous to you. And so if you can be God's hands and feet and bless them in a way that they're not going to be able to get somewhere else, then absolutely 100% do it. Yes. Well, I love that because we got to get out of the box when we talk about giving back, you know, we got to think about what does that look like? And that even just looks like being kind to the person you don't know on the street, you know, or, 
buying somebody lunch or, you know, volunteering. I mean, things, especially in our town, would just completely shut down <laughs> if all the volunteers stopped showing up because there's a lot, there's a lot that happens here. So just think outside the box, people. Think outside of the box on your giving. Uh, Lula, I want to ask you, what's a good way or how do businesses determine the uh, causes that they should give to? Because that's a hard thing because you get asked for a lot and you can't give to everything. You just can't. I mean, nobody has the tree that's growing dollar bills in the backyard, right? So you have to set limitations. So how do you determine what you're going to give to? I determine what is it, how is it going to be benefit Guthrie? Is it something that's being held in Guthrie? Is it something that the students are doing? Or um, what is it necessarily for? And if it's something that's going to benefit Guthrie as a whole, then yes, I will donate to it. It's got to have something, it's got to have passion behind it for Guthrie. Otherwise, uh, like if it's outside community, and now I will donate to like Crescent and Coil. But the majority of my donations stay here mm -hmm. because this is, you know, this is where we are and this, mm -hmm. and this is what needs to be done. Um, if it's just for, a, you know, a motorcycle club wanting to do something, you know, I have to say, what are you doing back for the community for me to help you? Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest ones I've donated to that does do stuff for the community is Territorial Riders. Yeah. They do the Special Olympics and then they do, um, oh, God, what's the other one? I think it's, um, they donate to the schools or something, but I will help with them. It has to have something that is going back to the community for me to donate. Mm -hmm. That's great. I love that. I love that you need to have some parameters on that mm -hmm. so, because, like I said, your budget is only so much. Um, I love through made possible to be able to tell people because when we help people get set up like now, what does that look like? How do I determine that? And I always say what inspires you or what makes you angry or what do you not see happening in your community? You know, those are good ways to just figure out what and, and go from there. You know, what inspires you, what moves you, what needs to happen and what bothers you? You know, just good ways to find some parameters on there. Abby, did you have anything to add to that? I think that just, like you said, thinking outside the box, you know, one of the things that Adam and I have a major passion for is helping business owners who have the heart to grow a business but maybe are starting out and they just need to have the ability to have the least amount out of pocket as possible. So, you know, helping businesses grow by doing you know, advocacy events or, hey, you know, um, we're wanting to start this. We're wanting to start this program. We're wanting to start this or that or the other thing. Like Head Start was going to have their graduation at the depot. It got canceled because of COVID, but we just love the idea of being able to help those kinds of uh, groups out. And so, yeah, we want it to be for Guthrie. We want it to be, uh, but we've also brought in outsiders who are doing things in Guthrie um, and, you know, are trying to find out what Guestry needs, what our community needs are, things like that. So um, I think a lot of times, like you said, people think that donating something is all monetary. 
And I'm so excited. I knew that uh, Golden Chick was very present in the community, but I did not realize that you guys donate the food at the end of the day, which is awesome because I've always wondered why mm -hmm. companies don't do that. And I don't know if it's health codes or whatever the case may be, but I just absolutely love that. One of the things that we do offer at the depot is we tell our brides, hey, if you guys have a wedding and you don't want to box up all this food and take it home, you may leave it here. We are going to box it up and we'll take it to uh, lunch on us for you. We'll take it to to um, the food bank or whatever we're legally allowed to do or whatever the case is. Like we will find a place for it to go and have it be for a community in need. If lunch on us is good, then we'll donate it to one of the churches for them to have at a fellowship dinner the next day. And so um, there, even something like that, the floral that gets left behind at the depot, all of the flowers, yeah. we like to donate to the churches and to the hospitals and say, hey, who hasn't had a visitor in a long time? Here's, a, here's some flowers to give to somebody who maybe doesn't have any visitors. Mm -hmm. So it's those kinds of things that you can think of that aren't necessarily monetary that's normal for people to think that way in Guthrie. Mm -hmm. I love the outside of the box thinking because we've just got to get out of it. You know, we got to get out of that. We got to think differently and live differently. Honestly, you know, live, be different. The same is boring, right? We want to be unique. <laughs> I love it. So I know both of you um, are super humble and you both mentioned that you don't necessarily like to toot your own horn with what you do um, and brag all about what you do. That's why I love to get to do it for you. Um, but I know that you know that it's also important, you know, for your community to know how you give back. So um, tell me how your thoughts have changed about that a little bit to be able to, you know, find a, a good healthy balance there. Go ahead, Lula. We'll start with you. It's, I mean, the challenge is just to make sure that it's equal, that you're not just giving to one certain group all the time. Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to spread it out and be fair. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's really, really hard to do in a small community, yeah. but you find a way of making it happen. Mm -hmm. If it's not doing the the meals, it's doing a dine on us, and we give us percentage back, or we um, every now and then I'll sponsor a meal for somebody, a family, or whatever. It's just something that you just got to do. You just got to figure it out. And each day is different because you never know what that day is gonna gonna hold or what circumstances gonna come up to you. That's right. That's right. Abby? Um, I mean, obviously we run, we run a business and we need to make sure that those needs are met. Um, I think that what we do is we look at every individual situation, which is one of the main reasons, like I just love the idea of made possible by, because what people can do is then let us know, this is what my event looks like. Apparently God loves made possible by too. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's raining today. We have thunderstorms going on whenever you're listening to this. So just so you know, that wasn't somebody jumping up on the ceiling above us. I'm yeah. glad the power didn't go out though. Yes, um, yes. And so uh, my poor dog. He has <laughs> more anxiety like crazy. 
but I think, you know, being able to know what the need is, um, have a way to be able to quickly see what that is and know what type of event something is and know how we're going to be able to help them, whether it be, okay, this is a charity. It's 100% for a fundraising situation. Um, you know, then we can go ahead and, um, give that time away and, um, or give it at a discounted rate or whatever the case may be. Um, we are always looking for those kinds of situations and opportunities. Um, but at the same time, yes, we need to be able to pay the utilities because on an 1889 train station, the utilities, <laughs> the air conditioning is astronomical. Yes. And so, yeah, I will say, well, if you're flexible with your event, let's do it this time of year because then we don't have to worry about having you guys pay for the utilities. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll be nice and cool outside or whatever the case may be. Or, um, we will find a way to try to help. And if we can't host your event, then we are very big on, hey, you know, go see John Pagonis, go see Ben Coffin, go see the Dominion House, go see all of these different places and say, our, maybe our space is too big, but I know of a place that you guys could go that you might be able to have your event or do whatever you need to do. Or I can put you in touch with a school. You know, just what do you need? How can I help you get it? If we can't meet that particular need, what need can we help me? That's what we think about. Oh, I love that. That pretty much sums both of you up. I appreciate that. If you wanted to do, um, those of you listening, learn more about the Guthrie Depot or Golden Chick, you can go to madepossiblebuy.us and click companies and it'll take you down to uh, the pages where you can find the different businesses and it'll show you about their company. It'll show you their social media links. It'll take you directly to them. It'll show you their values and what they give to and it'll show you everything that they've given to in the past. And we love providing that platform because people need to know about what you give to. Uh, we found a statistic recently that 68% of people believe that giving back to the community is the most important attribute of a business. That's huge. That's a game changer. You know, people need to know what you're giving to. And millennials take it even further. They want to work for businesses who are giving back to their community. So it's important to get that word out there. So ladies, thank, I want to thank both of you for being involved in your community, for giving back, for thinking outside of the box, and for taking the time to share with us today. I appreciate you, Lula, sitting in your car in a rainstorm <laughs> today doing that. <laughs> I know, and, and Gingy gave up on us about 20 minutes yeah. ago, Abby. She's just, <laughs> look at her, she's yeah. just backed out. Yep, she's out. She's yeah. like, thunder, what's thunder? I don't care. Although shoe shines under your bed somewhere, right? He's under the couch right now shaking. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to give him his anti-anxiety medicine. <laughs> uh -oh. That's awesome. Well, yeah. thank you all for joining us uh, for another Conversations Around Good webinar. Please join us again next month. Um, we say it made possible by that we love making good loud. Thank you, ladies, for joining us today. Thank you for listening in on another conversation around good. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so we can continue to provide you conversations that are inspirational. The businesses we serve love to give back to their communities with their time, product, and cash. And this is so rewarding for them, but it's not easy. Go to madepossibleby.us to see how we do it.